1: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It is not lost on me the massive intelligence failure that took place in Israel that allowed for this invasion to happen. 800 Israelis dead. You know that number is just a number right now. That number is going to grow. You've got 100 and some odd, 160 Israelis that have been captured, women, children, IDF soldiers, so that Hamas can engage a prison swap. You know that Iran was involved. You know that this was a full-on attack meant to start a war. What possibly could Hamas think was going to happen or Iran think was going to happen reg- when, when they did this? There was only one answer, which is this is going to be it, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Now, maybe the idea of this is going to be it is my just wishful thinking because I want this to stop I want it over. Just like you, we are no different. We want it to end. This is nonsense. You cannot keep working with these people, pretending somehow that Hamas is going to come to the table and not want you dead. Hamas wants Israelis dead. This is what They want from the river to the sea and all that kind of stuff. These people want the Jews and want Israelis dead. Major Mike Lyons joins us. Retired United States Army West Point guy and, of course, military analyst. You see him on cable news and he is our guy here for Tony Katz today. And Major, let's start with this intelligence failure. This massive uh, missile attack, this barrage, then the actual What do you want to call it? Uh, Invasion into Israel, where over 260 people were murdered at a music uh, festival. You had women kidnapped, children kidnapped. You haven't seen that since World War II. Uh, And then you had IDF soldiers killed. They weren't able to respond because they were overwhelmed and taken prisoner. This is a massive, massive failure, an incredible failure of the intelligence community in Israel. How in the world does this happen?
1: Hey Tony, thanks for having me back. Uh, yeah, it happens because uh, ten things go right for the Hamas side and on, on that side of the, the terror side, and then ten things go wrong on the Israeli side from a classic operation. And and none of those linchpins were pulled out. What I mean by that is, it, you know, it's during a holiday. There was a there was a holiday going on. Israel never thought that this would happen. The enemy wouldn't attack. And Israel doesn't ever thought that the enemy had this kind of capability. There's going to be uh, investigations as to what happened and with regard to where they got the capability to do this we haven't seen rockets fired from the Gaza Strip in over two years um, they thought they had that under control because of that blockade they had um, enough they were able to mass enough people men at the border you know they only used a thousand troops here from a straight military you know conflict uh, Israel will would roll over a thousand people a thousand people attacking but what they did was they attacked civilians which just really even make it a military very, you know kind of confrontation it made it more of a terrorist operation so um, so many things went wrong on israel's side so many things went right on hamas side and and that's where we have the result and now that now it's on but I, i'll tell you this i think hamas is dead people walking i don't see i don't see them surviving any of this i think um the israelis have already have activated 100,000 troops um it, we're going to see uh, an incredible amount of destruction taking place in the gaza strip let,
0: let, we'll get to that in, in in a moment major let's take a step back Mm-hmm. The number of missiles, which, which uh, there, there isn't an official count of at, that I've seen yet, that were able to be launched, the sources state that these missiles were not shipped in, but rather were assembled mm-hmm. in the Gaza Strip. That means a tremendous amount of materials was able to get in, whether that's from the Mediterranean or mm-hmm. up through uh, the, the Sinai via Egypt, I- I- if you will, or, or in other ways. Yeah, that all missed Israeli intelligence. That would tell me that yeah. multiple people were asleep at the switch. If it, you just said that they wouldn't have expected a, an attack on a Jewish holiday, it was a holiday called Simkas Torah. Uh, yeah. e- yesterday, the, the other day, over the weekend, that is a lot of asleep at the switch. Not only for a day, but for months, if not years. No. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So here's the kind of rockets that were used. They were short range rockets and they were the kind that they deploy in mass that overwhelm the Israelis um, iron dome systems. That's number one. So those rockets are small and they have small components to them. And that's why they were easily uh, able to be smuggled into the country and then reassembled later. So, you know, this was well planned, took place. Likely they started planning this 18 months ago. Uh, and and maybe pinpointed it to the 1973 anniversary as well, 50 years to the date. That's, you know, that's always uh, symbolic for these kinds of terrorist organizations. Um, But yeah, well-planned and and how it slips through is because things don't look like rockets given the size of of the kind that they used here. You know, they, they were deployed so close, they got them so close to that border there. By the time we're in the air, the Iron Dome system couldn't respond. And then like any air defense platform, it can be overwhelmed.
0: You, you make the argument that, that any uh, of these platforms can be overwhelmed. But this is, this is about Iron Dome. So this has this means that that Hamas has been able to study how the dome has been utilized, which is basically this missile system that shoots down Hamas rockets or Hezbollah rockets before they're able uh, to land. They're mm-hmm. able to study and figure out where the where the damage point is. They mm-hmm. figured you can over, they learned that you can overwhelm this. When did that become part of what they were able to uh, ascertain?
1: Well, it's just a math equation. If you, you know, there's only X amount of pod rockets that are inside an Iron Dome uh, system. Um, Iron Dome works because it goes after areas of rockets, assuming coming in, at the, in, in the same space, blows up in space and then, and then takes out, you know, let's say 10 to 15 rockets uh, at one time before they land. But if you launch, you know, 3,000 of them, or you launch, you know, in the thousands of them, you, that's just a diff, too difficult for you in, in order to uh, to be defending against, especially if they come in waves, which is what they did there as well. Um, it, it, Israel always knew that Iron Dome could be overwhelmed. It gets, it gets down to it's a somewhat of a false sense of security. And then you lay over the fact that these were shorter range from a reaction perspective. They, they flew at a lower altitude, all, all the things that made it easier. So, so the, it's a gap, lack of creativity, same things that happened to the United States. You know, 22 years ago 911 when um, we thought we were safe and we never thought an enemy could use our our airlines against us and then didn't didn't didn't, didn't catch all of the the indicators that this was happening it's the same thing israel's going to go back and study all the things that they should have picked up beforehand they'll never make that mistake again
0: talking to major mike lyons retired united states army we talk about the israeli um, military Israeli intelligence missing this and certainly there's a political reality that now exists for Benjamin Netanyahu the prime minister was the United States in any way aware of this attack was there anything that was going on in previous reporting that you have seen that would be able to be tied to what it is we saw over the weekend what is continuing
1: I, I, I don't think so I've not seen anything that we've reported on and I would say that it would have been difficult for us to and that's because th- these, this kind of attack would have fallen below a U.S. radar with regard to you know what connecting all the dots. Once again, they're not they, they they would have never thought, just like the Israelis, that they could have they could have smuggled in those kind of smaller rockets. Lack of creativity didn't think they were going to use those kind of rockets. Um, they didn't see any kind of massing at the border. They did see they did understand that there was a training exercise that they had set up and they had trained on at some level for this but that, that happens all the time you see those uh, you know you go back to the late 90s those videos of those of the guys with AK-47s jumping around on the monkey bars i mean so that that's all part of their propaganda uh, for their people um, but they never connected the dot and in in terms of where they attacked and they attacked at the both at the weak point in the north and the weak point at the south so um it, it likely flew below us intel noise radar for saying hey something's going on
0: here the weak point let's take a look just by the way here's here's the map Mm-hmm. You take a look at this, uh, that, that is a uh, Gaza right there on the Mediterranean bordering uh, with, with Egypt uh, there in that Rafa area, which is to the south. Uh, that's where one of the checkpoints was. And then mm-hmm. at the very, very uh, north, uh, that's where the other checkpoint was. That's where two of these major uh, attacks uh, came from. And the series of small towns that were hit. And, and, and attacked. What's different here mm-hmm. is that the objective of Hamas was to was not just to saber rattle. It mm-hmm. was to destroy and it was to collect prisoners yeah. so they can engage a massive prisoner swap mm-hmm.
1: with Israel It's a matter of
0: tactic. Major mm-hmm. line. Yeah, this is a shift for sure.
1: Yeah, and they'd likely learned from what the United States did with the Iranians creating that uh, trading money for our our American hostages. Um, I think that that factored into their equation as well. Um, but the but the bottom line is Israel is no longer going to play with this i mean they're 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 recognizing now that hamas is out for the destruction of israel now in a big way i think this is going to mobilize this is this is a linchpin. it's it's a ter- tipping point you know pick pick your term that's the, it's going to change the course of history with regard to what what israel's going to do i don't i that's why I, I don't think they're going to stop they're not letting hamas back in The collateral damage, unfortunately, could be some of those Israeli citizens, which I'm sure they will do everything to try to rescue as a one off that from a military perspective. That's probably the most difficult mission. Their equivalent of JSOC, their highly specialized joint operations command, they are they're clearing their desks right now, figuring out how they go and rescue each of those hostages, probably one at a time. And if I know the state of Israel, they're going to try to do that.
0: Now let's dig into this, this response as you're discussing it. First, you have actual hostages that need to be rescued. Then what does one do about Hamas and the whole of Gaza? Then it's a conversation of Iran. And then it's a conversation of how nations like Egypt and Jordan and others respond. This all is in the backdrop. Of the idea that Israel was going to sign this pact with Saudi Arabia, as we've seen other nations uh, uh, vis-a-vis the the Abraham Accords, Mm -hmm. and it was going to create a tighter relationship. You certainly have Iran questioning this in terms of a Sunni Shia conversation. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about this Israel deal with Saudi Arabia and Mm -hmm. whether you think that had an impact on this attack happening now.
1: I think I think you're onto something, Tony. Totally but I think it had it at fifty thousand feet and not at the tactical level. I think you know Hamas are it's an attack dog. It's it's a it's a tactic. It's you know it's the Irish Republican Army. It's it's an arm you know war with an extension of foreign policy. They're the attack dog to this. I think it all comes from Iran, and it frankly is a Shia-Sunni divide that has existed since nine eleven and in some different ways as. Some of those, you know, more Sun- the Sunni countries have become more aligned towards Israel. The difference between this and 1973 is when Israel was attacked in the north and the south, the Syrian military rolled tanks to the north and the Golan Heights, and the Egyptians rolled them across the Gaza Strip in the south. That, those those days are over. There's nobody coming to the side of the Palestinians here. It's not happening. Got, you know, the, the 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 Hamas soldiers. That's it. Which is why they're done. So so this is uh, potentially that signal. I think the next question really is. Does Israel use this to attack to attack uh, Iran, to take out their nuclear capability? Right. You go back to 1981 in Osirik. The uh, Israelis had enough with the with the Iraqis. They decided to blow up their nuclear capability and set them back forever. This is what this is about. This is about Saudi Arabia eventually getting nuclear capability. The Iranians don't want that to happen. So that's why their fingerprints are all over this.
0: So in in the response from Israel, I go back to what it is uh, that it can be. It is certainly it is about trying to rescue as many hostages as you can. And there have already been reports of some rescued. Mm -hmm. Then there is what you do about Hamas and how that's going to affect Gaza. And then there is Iran. So let's now discuss the idea of Hamas itself. You made the point early on in this conversation, talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army, that Hamas is dead man walking. Mm-hmm. Give me a detailed, down to down to the crossing the eyes and dotting the t's.
1: Yeah, what that means to you? Yeah, so every single facility, every single area that they know that Hamas operates out of is going to get flattened. That's going to go. I mean, you already saw it already, and the, the collateral damage will be irrelevant to the Israelis because it's no, they're no longer going to just target combatants. Um, they'll, they'll tr- do what they can on, on some level. I went to a briefing over the weekend, actually about this, this kind of warfare that, that, uh, they're, that was, that's being done right now in this, again, in this century with, uh, with this enemy that, um, decides to intermingle with civilians and hide behind them. And, uh, the, the one thing the United States has learned is protecting the forces, the number one priority. Well, that's the Israelis the same way they're going to protect their force and they're going to protect their people. So there's going to be the backlash is coming. But they don't care. They're going to. If you're a you know direct link to the second independent you know relative of a person who helped Hamas at some point, you're on the list. So pack your bags because the, uh, there's something coming your way in order to stop it. And, and and again, think Taliban in Afghanistan in 2002, as the United States you know military took over Afghanistan and got rid of that government. That's what's going to happen here. Is going to be there's going to be a way that they're going to no, have to do re-elections. I no, I think so. I mean sure.
0: But does going back mean killing every Hamas fighter? And that's going to include some innocent civilians and wiping Gaza clean of Hamas and saying Gaza's Gaza belongs to Israel. Gaza is Israel. And that's it. It's over. No more Palestinian anything. No more two state solution. Anything. Mm -hmm. The Jordanians can take you back. Egypt Mm -hmm. can take you. We're done here. That, to me, is the cleaning house conversation.
1: Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that they're not saying that out loud right now um, because that that sparks the outrage that we always see that happens against Israel. That's that's what brings up the things. But I, I do think that that's one of their end games. Israel is always look at look at their geography, right? Look at. Like it was there. They've always had this challenge. I I thought it was going to happen, you know, more in the West Bank than it it happened in Gaza. Frankly, Um, you concentrate forces in that middle part of the West Bank and in in Israel, and you divide Israel in half. And the classic military maneuver: divide and conquer. Um, So again, Hamas kind of blows it on some level because they shot this wad right now with regard to um, you know this one big attack, killing what they've done. But now that it's, it's over. And now you're going to see the thing tip well about in the back of the favor of the Israelis. So that's why um, I, I do think that eventually you're going to see Israel take back control of Gaza. I think that's what's going to that's what's going to eventually mean. They're not saying that out loud right now, though.
0: One of the big questions that has been asked, uh, Major Mike Lyons, uh, retired United States Army. Did the six billion dollars matter, the six billion dollars that was part of the prisoner swap that Joe Biden allowed to be unfrozen? Remember, it wasn't a check written by the United States. It was unfrozen uh, funds. Yeah. And uh, you'll see a lot of people uh, on on my side of the aisle. This is because Biden gave the six billion dollars. Biden has funded the war on terrorism. Now, the six billion could very well be used for that. I believe it will be used for that. Mm -hmm. This seems to have been long in the planning. The Wall Street Journal uh, reporting that as well. This six billion dollars. Is it fair to say this was used in this attack?
1: Probably not fair to be used in this attack, but it puts six billion dollars in the bank for future operations. I think I think the four billion dollars that the Obama administration had a lot more to do with this attack than that six billion dollars. Um, I think there's a lot of fingerprints of the Obama administration on uh, on that deal on the six billion dollar deal. I mean, look, the Obama administration that they wanted that Iran deal to be the, the, you know, the legacy of Barack Obama. You know, you and I have talked the biggest I believe the biggest foreign policy failure in our country in our lifetime post World War II has been Iran and Barack Obama wanted to solve that. Uh, But the Iranian nuclear deal, all it did was kick the problem down the road 10 years when he would have been out of office and dead or something, maybe. So so I do think that that had a lot to do with it. But now they have six billion dollars in the bank for future operations. Now, whether the Iranians deploy that uh, to to Hamas or Hezbollah or some other terrorist organization that they're going to fund remains to be seen. But they they got a six billion dollar payday.
0: That is Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army. I always appreciate you being with us. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.